Sadiq Bay saves the day. The Hawks end a four-game losing streak and get a much-needed win over the Toronto Raptors, 126-125. to Welcome to the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks podcast. I am your host, Tim Ogles, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mikey Kabrinsky, where we talk everything Hawks. Let's go. All right, Mikey, another, uh, definitely a much needed win for the Hawks, uh, You know, this game they were without DeJounte Murray, who was a late scratch. Uh, We got an injury report about 90 minutes uh, before the game saying that he was questionable with right quad soreness. Uh, He ended up missing this game. But for the Hawks to still get a win without DeJounte Murray is definitely a good thing. Um, This game as a whole was wonky. Um, Talking about the stats and, you know, the way and the flow of this game, it was just really weird uh, how the benches outperformed the uh, starters, then the starters for the other team outperformed the benches. It was just crazy. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. And the craziness, like you said, is is backed up by the stats. before we get into this, um, Bogdan Bogdanovich really stepped up tonight. The, the offensive production uh, that he created with the, the Hawks missing DeJounte Murray in this game, huge, huge next to uh, Trey Young and, and and the starters for for the Hawks to get to get a win, even though, you know, it might have been against a shorthanded Raptor squad. But let, let's get into these wonky stats. Second chance points, the Hawks win 32-8. to eight. Raptors were missing uh, Yaka Pertle in this one. They were starting... Thaddeus Young and, and Jonte Porter came off the bench playing a lot of center as well. Uh, really encouraging that the Hawks were able to take advantage of their size. Normally, the Hawks are, are a smaller team compared to a lot of teams, but uh, today they took advantage uh, in a place where they clearly ha- had that on paper. And the Hawks won the points in the paint battle 76 to 52. Yeah, and uh, our guy Jack Tresh from uh, Hawksology uh, pointed out this stat, and it says the Hawks tied their franchise record of 76 points in the paint tonight uh, against the Raptors, and, you know, that uh, that stat was only tracked since 96 and 97, so um, the success in the paint for the Hawks uh, tying a uh, record is, you know, one of those things that I did not have on the bingo card. Uh, and they needed to do that tonight because uh, they shot six of 27 from deep compared to the Raptors, 15 of, of 31. So the Raptors won the three-point battle, 45 to 18 in total points. And normally in today's NBA, when you see that type of discrepancy, uh, that that winning team right there is going to win. But that wasn't the case tonight. The bench points, 56 to 10 in favor of the Raptors. Onyeka Okong was the only guy to score off the bench for the Hawks tonight, and Quinn Snyder definitely went with a shorter rotation in that second half. And then the, the plus-minus, you you kind of touched on that, Tim, a little bit. But in this game, the Hawks starters all were in the positive. The Hawks bench was all in the negative. Now, for the Raptors, all their starters were in the negative except for Dennis Schroeder, and then their bench was all in the positive. So just a, kind of a crazy turn of events in this game. 
uh, both on the stat sheet and uh, when you actually, you know, uh, put the eye test on and, and watch the game. Yeah, it was just, it, it's wild looking at the stats of it as, you know, you start to look to break it down. But, you know, going into the first, uh, I felt like the Hawks came out offensively and, you know, were getting pretty much anything they wanted. Um, they were moving the ball well. Uh, JJ to uh, CC off the short roll was really good. Um, we also seen in the very first possession, uh, Toronto commit to a double team to Trey Young. Yeah, and without DeJounte Murray on the floor, the Raptors definitely looked to get the ball out of Trey's hands. And, and, and it didn't really work, really. In the first five minutes of this game, Trey had four assists. Uh, Sadiq Bey was really active early, getting on the offensive glass. He had a couple nice nice time cuts to the rim uh, for, for some easy dunks. Uh, Jalen had a nice pass to him there as well. Uh, the Hawks got up 14 to 10 in this one early, and it seemed it seems though the offense, uh, even though they were missing Murray, was, was flowing well. Yeah, and the Hawks offense, uh, even with Trey Young off the floor, um, they were cooking. Um, they go on an 8-0 run. Uh, Grady Dick ends, uh, you know, ends that run with a three, but it was uh, definitely uh, good to see the bench having some kind of production. Yeah, and the bench unit was out there and with Sadiq Bey. And Sadiq was just huge in this game. I the the hustle, the amount of effort he he put on the glass. This was prob this was definitely one of his best games of the season, and we we saw his his efforts come not only from, not just from the three point line, but ev from everyone on the floor. He actually struggled from deep tonight, but the way he was able to make up for it with cuts to the basket, shot a lot of free throws tonight. Uh, he impacted a lot of areas on the floor that the Hawks really needed tonight. Yeah, and one possession I wanted to kind of break down. Um, Patty Mills ended up having a miss three. He gets his own rebound, and as he's falling out of bounds, kicks it to Sadiq Bay. And normally I would expect Sadiq Bay to go up with it at that point, but then he has a beautiful dime to Nyeka Kongwu for probably the easiest dunk of the night. Um to see the guys move the ball that well was something definitely, um, you know, something really beneficial for the Hawks in this game, definitely to start it out. Yeah, on the broadcast, it, it was funny. Bob Rathbun, Dominic Wilkins, they, they were both saying how many dunks the Hawks had. It was up there with it, like 14, 15 dunks tonight. Uh, they really put a lot of pressure on the rim. And Chris Snyder's always preaching, you know, get to the rim, shoot the three. The Hawks definitely did that. They didn't shoot the three ball well, but definitely took advantage of their uh, points in the paint. They got up 30 to 18 in this one, uh, but then Toronto got Toronto hit a three. But the Hawks were getting to the line on drives. It, it seems like they were scoring or getting fouled on most most all the possessions when they stepped foot in the paint. Yeah, and um, Trey didn't get his first points into this game until the one minute left in the first quarter. Um, by that time, he had five assists. Um, you know, something I noticed, uh, you know, we we always talk about Trey and the double team and how he's really good at not picking up his dribble until he has the double team pretty much beat. Um, in this game, I noticed Trey picking up his dribble a little bit more often and making uh, probably not the best passes, 
But later in the game, he, he got better at that. But, you know, to end off the uh, first quarter, end up being uh, 34 to 26 Hawks. Um, I felt like just the first quarter, the Hawks played a pretty decent uh, game. Yeah, on both ends of the floor for sure. But as we move on to the second, uh, Toronto makes a run. 11 to 2 stretch by, by the Raptors, and they take the lead. Uh, the the only bucket for, from the Hawks was a highlight dunk from Onyeka Kangu. Uh, but they took they took a 37-36 lead. Uh, Grady Dick hits another three, and Sadiq Bey kept getting to the line. He was attacking, he was attacking the rim. The three ball wasn't falling for him. But with, with especially with Sadiq, with how with how hit strong he is, he should be able to mix it up and into the paint, really get more free throws than than you would expect for a guy that doesn't really like to get into the lane. So uh, I'm glad that Sadiq took advantage uh, of a great matchup for him tonight, especially on the size front. Yeah, uh, Sadiq Bay tied his, of course, season high for free throws with 15. Um, that's something that uh, us Hawks fans haven't seen much of because normally he's out in the corner shooting the threes or, you know, moving the ball and, you know, it's it was nice to see him get the foul calls and also be aggressive enough to to go try to make a play definitely at the rim. Yeah, and more more towards the second quarter, uh, the offense finally kind of slowed down a little bit. Went with Trey off the floor, and that was it. Started it still was going well with Trey off the floor in the first quarter, but in the second definitely struggled. Uh, Scotty Barnes had a slow start to the game. Really, I mean, he had his first bucket midway through the second quarter. Uh, but the Raptors at that point were up 48 to 39. And once Trey got back on the floor, the Hawks went on a 14-0, a 4-0 run uh, with with the uh, with the uh, with an and one. Yeah, and you know, moving on a little bit further in the second, um, Anyeko was I felt like really struggled in the second and. Um, as soon as Clint Capella hits the floor, a, a perfect lob up under the rim. Uh, you know, CC was working really, really hard on the glass in this game. Uh, I felt like, you know, with that, with them having Jakobertel out, um, it, it was definitely a game for him to dominate inside, and he definitely did that. And Jalen Johnson, I thought, started this game out uh, a little passive, especially he was switched on to Grady Dick a lot, a lot of times in that first half. I would have liked to see Jalen been more aggressive, kind of go out and post him up, try and get to the rim against a smaller guy there. Uh, but he still did get to the line a couple of times, got some free throws. In the second half, though, J- Jalen was much more aggressive, and the Hawks offense, the Hawks offense saw uh, they reaped the benefits of that. But there was there's a Bruce Brown three, and then a foul on a foul on Bogey on a three, which which is you know you never want to foul a three point shooter like that. But the constant in this game. For for the whole for the whole contest for the Hawks was Sadiq Bay getting to the free throw line, and they and the Raptors at that point were up fifty four to fifty two. Yeah, and the Hawks uh, forced two straight live ball turnovers, and they couldn't score on them. Yeah, this was one of those weird sequences in the game where there's two straight steals from the Hawks on the perimeter. And multiple advantages on a fast break where you just don't see the Hawks with, you know, the normal guard play that they have, you know, Bogey, DeJounte, Trey, all good decision makers. Of course, you know, DeJounte missed this game. But the fact that they couldn't take advantage of those uh, easy fast break opportunities were definitely not the thing we're used to seeing from this team. 
Yeah, and like when when the Hawks have those possessions and have numbers coming back uh, on turnovers, something I want to see more of is Jalen Johnson in transition call his own number. Um, uh, we saw that with there was a possession where him and Sadiq were going down, and instead of Jalen, you know, stuffing uh, Dennis Shooter in the rim, uh, he ends up kicking it out for a Sadiq Bay three that ends up missing. Um, one of those, like, for me, he has to take that ball to the rim and live with whatever happens because the odds are always in his favor when he has a smaller guy going to the rim. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Trey, actually, when the Hawks didn't score off those possessions, on the second one, he comes down and takes the charge, gives the, gives the, the Hawks the ball right back. Um, they At that point, both teams were kind of going back and forth. Bogey hits a three, and they have a 61-57 lead uh, entering halftime. Yeah, um, going into halftime, um, the Raptors uh, were 10 of 18 from three. Gary Trent Jr. had 13, Nora had 11, John Tay Porter with nine. Uh, for the Hawks, you had Bay with 12, Bogey with 15, um, 12 and seven for Capella, OO with six, which was, of course, the only bench points as we talked about it. But the Hawks points in the paint. And you saw this at halftime where it was definitely an uh, definitely focal point for the offense. Um, you know, the points in the paint 36 to 22 at that point. And yeah, and by, by the way, I misspoke, misspoke there. It was actually the Raptors, uh, who were in, in front of this game at halftime 61 to 57, not the Hawks. Uh, but it, it this game was close at halftime and it would come down close to the end as well. As we move on to the second half here, the Hawks got in the bonus at the eight minute mark in the third quarter. Uh, that is something that you don't see all the time. But with the amount of time Sadiq Bey, you know, Jalen Johnson, Trey Young, all three of those guys were really putting pressure on the rim, the Hawks took advantage of it. Yeah, and, you know, right before that eight-minute mark, it was just kind of back and forth, uh, you know, that kind of game. But something that was a constant was driving to the rim. And Trey Young – was doing Trey Young things, and you know when he's driving to the rim, if you bump him, he's going to get the foul call. And you know he got Dennis Shooter in foul trouble um, early in the third, and it ended up affecting Toronto throughout this game. Yeah, for sure, and both both stars leading their team really. You know, Scotty Barnes for the Raptors, Trey for the Hawks. Both stars really got off to a slower start in the scoring column in this game, uh, but but by the end of the contest. But they both were were trying to close the game out for their teams. The Hawks were really running in this game uh, in transition. They took an 80-76 to 76 lead at that point. The Raptors actually lead the NBA in total transition points. And you, and you saw that in the stat sheet, and especially in the, in the beginning of the second half. I mean, they were off and running. They had 24 fast break points uh, to the Hawks, just eight. And that, that number definitely could have been larger. For the Hawks, but like I said, in that second quarter, there were some possessions that they just didn't really execute to their to the best of their ability in the transition game. Yeah, and uh, one one of the things that I loved in this was the bogey jab step on Jordan Nora. 
uh, he made him touch earth and, uh, that's something I just love watching. Uh, it ended up leading to a JJ three. Um, at that point it was 84, uh, 83 Raptors, but, uh, Bay ends up getting a rebound, uh, on three, on a three for one. And, you know, I felt like the Hawks were definitely still in this one. Yeah, this that that three for one. Sadiq Bay got a rebound on a three on a three on one. There were three Raptors around the basket. Sadiq Bay hustles, grabs the rebound off the ground, and gets an and one. And after that possession, that just kind of showed you, you know, the kind of the mentality that Sadiq had tonight, and and how the Hawks really wanted to get this win. Uh yeah, I mean, I felt like after that, Sadiq just kind of really take a, <laughs> took over this third quarter. Um, he had a beautiful lob. Uh, something we don't see often is Sadiq Bay throw lobs, but uh, he was out in transition with Jalen uh, after a uh, really nice dunk by Toronto, and the Hawks started pushing the ball, got up to Bay, and he threw a beautiful lob to Jalen for a dunk. Um, you know. You know, that ended up causing a, a two, two and one for for the Hawks to you know kind of come down and take the lead, ninety seven, ninety five, heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah, and Atlanta started out fast in the fourth quarter, but they, they with a quick four points. But the 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 Raptors they they kind of fell fell into an offensive rut. Um, it was it was one hundred one ninety five, but after that. The Raptors go on go on a 10-3 run. And I feel like a lot of that was Scotty Barnes finally being able to get into a rhythm. You know, he took advantage of some of some of the smaller mismatches that he got uh post-ups onto uh guys like Sadiq Bay. He also took Jalen Johnson in the post, which I was kind of kind of surprised about. But he has that that 15 to 17 foot mid-ranger uh face-up game. He has that down. And that's how I felt like the Raptors kind of found that flow of the offense to try to get back and claw their way back in this one. Yeah, and you know I'll, I'll match your ten uh, or ten three run with a Hawks ten three run um, that was fueled by uh, a lot of points in the paint. <laughs> um, the you know the Hawks uh, you know for Quinn Snyder is always about pace and space, getting up threes and attacking the rim. Um, normally for the Hawks, they're shooting a lot of threes and, and this one, the, it was definitely an emphasis to get into the rim at that point. They make it one fifteen to one Oh eight. Um, Kent, Clint Capella <laughs> on the offensive glass in this fourth quarter was dominant. Yeah. Uh, really, really the whole, the whole Hawks team, it, once they crossed the boards, uh, that, that was the case for them. Uh, Jalen really had a nice putback dunk. Uh, for a 118-112 lead, uh, lead for the Hawks. But then Scotty Barnes and Dennis Schroeder, both of them got uh, easy points in the paint. And Dennis, that, that was one of those weird possessions again. We saw this from the Hawks uh, against the Warriors with Steph Curry, but Dennis was able to take the ball up pretty much all the way up the court uh, from behind the half-court line and just kind of go into the paint. That's that's something like of a lack of concentration that we've seen from these Hawks um, probably too many times. Uh, over the course of these past few games. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> Trey Young draws another charge. Now Trey is leading the team in charges, and with that charge that he drew from Dennis Shooter, Dennis fouled out of the game. 
Um, Trey hits both free throws, and it's a uh, one sixteen to one twenty. And after this, Scotty Barnes drew a foul. He hits both free throws, and it's a two point. It's a two point game. One eighteen, one twenty. The Hawks don't score on their end, but then Gary Trent Jr. takes a three to take a one twenty one, one twenty lead. Uh, at and then Bogey, Bogey has a a questionable foul on Bruce Brown. They got the Raptors got a rebound and you you want Bo you want Bogey to go for the ball obviously, but in that situation when the Raptors are on the bonus uh, in crunch time, you probably don't want to foul uh, somebody 90 plus feet away from their basket and uh, the unfortunate thing for Bogey that was the case there. Yeah, and you know, Trey Trey Young did Trey Young things at the end of this game. Uh, him in the pick and roll and his ability to get to the rim and draw fouls. Uh, he draws another foul. It's one twenty three to one twenty two after he hits both. And then uh, right after that, Trey hits a floater for the Hawks to take the lead uh, off a turnover. One twenty four to one twenty three. And at that point. We thought we thought it would be over uh, when Scotty Barnes when Scotty Barnes missed uh, a no actually it was Gary Trent Jr. He missed a wide open three to take the lead on, on a, what seemed to be the final possession for the Raptors, but he ended up breaking it. Trey gets the rebound and he kind of does something non Trey Young like where yeah he's probably trying to draw a foul in this situation, but he tries to beat a double team down the floor near the sideline and. I feel like that's not where you want to go, especially when the offense can use the sideline as like a third defender. So Trey gets kind of bottled up there, ends up throwing the ball away before he fell out of bounds. The Raptors steal it, and they take a 125 to 124 lead. And if you're a Hawks fan in this moment, you're thinking, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, you're just holding your head saying, please, Trey Young, do something and make the pain go away. And Trey Young, uh, so the Hawks call a timeout. Um, they inbound the ball. It reminded me of uh, the Boston game, the way they inbounded uh, deep in the backcourt for Trey. Uh, Trey brings it up one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Um, he ends up beating Bruce Brown, getting to the rim on a scoop layup that he misses. But Sadiq Bay to save the day on a put-back dunk to win this game. Yeah, Often to see Sadiq rewarded for, for his great great play tonight. And on the other end, the, the Raptors really did, not have, really did not have a great possession there. And the Hawks end, end up coming out with a win, a much-needed win. And Quinn's not even started his, his press conference pretty much saying, like, a win is a win in today's league. And, and that Atlanta definitely needed this one tonight. Yeah, and going into the box score, um, oh, man, this is going to be rough uh, just because of the way the bench played. Uh, Garrison Matthews, seven minutes, uh, no counting stats, um, minus 21. Uh, it, it was rough for the bench for the Hawks. Yeah, Trent Forrest played six minutes. And he had three assists, but, yeah, like you like Garrison, he was uh, pretty rough in those, those short playing time. Both of those guys really shortened uh, – Quinn shortened the rotation in the second half. And neither one of those guys played for more than what it seemed like three minutes. Yeah. And Patty Mills uh, ended up getting 14 minutes over two from the field. 
um, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, um, zero points. Uh, it was just uh, like I felt like Patty made uh, an impact defensively, definitely in the first half. Uh, but in the second half, it was just rough. And for Onyeka Kangu, 20 minutes, 5 of 7 from the field, 0 of 1 from deep, three rebounds, one assist, one block, 10 points. Uh, offensively, I thought Onyeka was pretty good, but it, but it was rough for him in, in uh, on the defensive side of the court. Ajante Porter definitely, uh, he, he ended up hitting three of four from deep tonight, uh, coming into the season shooting sub, sub 30% from the floor, uh, sorry, from deep. So uh, kind, of a, kind of a rough night defensively for Onyeka, but you like the offensive production. Yeah, and moving to Clint Capella, um, 27 minutes, not a 13 from the field, uh, one from two from the free throw line, uh, 14 rebounds. Uh, one block, 19 points. I felt like Clint Capella played a pretty good game in this one. Yeah, he, he was really good, especially in that first quarter. He he was active from the get-go. Uh, as we move to uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, in 39 minutes, 7-11 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3, 6 of 7 from the charity site, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 24 points. Bogey filled up the stat sheet in this one. And this is back to the efficient Bogdan Bogdanovich that Hawks fans no and love. Uh, great night from Bogey uh, when he was able to play a lot of minutes. 39 minutes for Bogdan Bogdanovich is a lot. Yeah, and um, moving to Jalen Johnson, uh, 41 minutes, 6 to 17 from the field, 1 of 4 from deep, 4 for 4 from the free throw line, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, um, 17 points. I, I felt like Jalen had an okay game. Um I felt like he could have been more aggressive uh, getting to the rim when he had Grady Dick on him. But other than that, then, you know, I, I felt like he had an okay game. As we move on to Trey Young here, 42 minutes, 9 of 24 from the field, 1 of 4 from downtown, 11 of 12 from the free throw line, 12 assists, 2 rebounds, 2, two steals, 30 points, uh, another, another 30 and 10 game for Trey Young. A little, little bit rough on the efficiency side, but yeah, Trey has always killed the Raptors. Uh, in in matchups in in recent in recent times, and he did another one tonight there. And moving to the player of the game, Sadiq Bay, uh, forty one minutes, eight of eighteen from the field, zero for six from deep, ten of fifteen from the free throw line, thirteen rebounds, three assists, twenty six points. Um, ending the game at a plus 19. Um, I felt like Sadiq uh, definitely struggled from the three-point line going 0 for 6, but his willingness to crash the glass, his willingness to attack the rim, um, to draw fouls was, you know, something monumental that was uh, a big uh, way for him to step up with DeJounte Murray being out and the Hawks winning this game. Yeah, and he had the game, the game, the game-winning tip too. Uh, and with him, you know, normally his production stems from that three-point line. But with him not getting, not doing his his normal production from deep, and the way he was able to score in different ways, the Hawks definitely needed that. Like you said, uh, with Dejounte Murray sitting out this game. And we're moving. Uh, we'll move on to the three keys. The Atlanta Hawks take on the Los Angeles Lakers um, Tuesday night at State Farm Arena as the Hawks continue their home stand. Um, that game will take place at seven thirty. Um, 
going into key one is forced the, the play the Lakers to play in the half court. Um, when when guys like LeBron, uh, Rui Hachimura, those guys started getting out in transition, uh, they end up a lot of easy points for the Lakers. Yeah, obviously, you know a lot. NBA fans in general know that when LeBron gets downhill, it's it's really hard to stop. And so if the Hawks can keep down their turnovers and just get back on defense, even even when they score a bucket on the other end, that's going to bode well for them to try and force the Lakers to play a half-court game because their, their half-court offense uh, probably shouldn't be uh, at the level that the Hawks normally is, that the Hawks offense normally is. And for the second key, throwing doubles at LeBron when, when he's facilitating. Uh, and really, uh, doubles are there, but just different looks all game because you don't want LeBron to get comfortable and get in rhythm because, you know, even, even at his age, he's able to impact the game so much. And when, when you have multiple facilitators on the floor, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, uh, LeBron, you know, AD can play make a little bit out of the post as well. You don't want all of those guys being in a rhythm from that standpoint all game. So you got to eliminate one of those guys. And if the Hawks can make the other guys beat you, that's not LeBron probably a good recipe for winning yeah i think you know um with lebron the thing is with when you throw doubles at him um and force the ball out of his hands uh you kind of force him to um you know find his rhythm somewhere else and uh, you know that's just the best case scenario for the hawks um the third key is attacking austin reeves um austin reeves is statistically the worst defender in the league and anytime you get a guy like jalen johnson sadiq bay um trey young dejounte murray if he's back um, you have to attack him and force him to play defense. Yeah, uh, similar similarly to with the three keys of what with the Dallas game, uh, the Hawks attacked Luca in that game. Obviously, you know Luca did what he did on the other end, but I think it's got to be a similar game plan in this one. And let's see if with the Hawks can get a win here versus the Lakers because that arena is going to be rocking. You know, it's always a big deal when the Lakers come to town. Uh, so let's see if the Hawks can put on a show and grab a two two in a row here. And that'll do it for this episode of the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks podcast. Make sure to follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast content like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can follow me on X at Pinwizard300 and follow Tim at TimHawks23. Be on the lookout to receive the latest Hawks coverage from us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.